So, uh, Jay, you can, because what you told me was very intriguing, that long thing about video conferencing and video experience or social interaction. I think that's a very interesting point. The question is one, how do we make it? And number two, why is it not being made? Are people don't care about it or they don't know what's good until they see it? Well, I think partly, like I was saying in the message, is there's live action, like how people interact in a normal, uh, real-life situation, haven't been mimicked in a video yeah. app. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like a telephone call is pretty standard. A video call is pretty standard. You know, on a one-on-one basis, that was fine. On a conferencing basis, that kind of works fine. Generally, one person always works. But in a real-life party situation, everyone's interacting with everyone. And it's, it's, it's not a linear thing. It's more organic, more uh, free-flowing. And you can't get that on... Mm a single device with a single camera and a, an app that we take into account. With the 2D experience. But if, if, if you could make it, the question is, would you want it? Would you want that to, to actually use it if it were possible? Would be other people want it? I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't... I don't see myself using it, but, but that's also because maybe I can't think that far into what the situation exists. Like, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine speaking to my script. Or for a, a realistic thing. Um, so I think if that a system like that became possible, and I think it would be more than just having a, <clears throat> um, a personal device. Uh, you need multiple cameras. <clears throat> um, sorry, Jay, sorry. What's then, what would be the requirements for that technology to make you want to adopt it? Like, what are the, the, the baseline or bottom line things that you would... Baseline, bottom line things is me as a person being <clears throat> me as a user being able to choose who I want to interact with instead of the other way around. So it's kind of the opposite of a conference app. Like a conference app is generally well, one person who is controlling the, the meeting and they decide who um, whereas on a party app what you want each individual would want to choose, oh, I want to chat with that person, or um, I want to focus on, on what that is happening there and that corner of the room, or, you know, those kind of things. So having more control from my side of my interaction with the rest of the party, I think, is the key thing. And that's not something that's possible with current technology and current apps like in that would require something like a, a 360 camera or a VR headset or 
Alright, I'm done. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things we've noticed on our side, like from a work point of view, is we like when you get to work, you have you have uh, conversations with a few guys. You have you go for your coffee break, and that itself is like a walk on its own to wherever you have coffee. There's a chat in between. There's you know meeting up with guys. Uh, oh shit! There's a quick work question that I got. Can I just like uh, bounce a few ideas off you? Uh, <clears throat> so just the act of getting coffee is like a a conversation on its own. It's not a single direct transaction with the coffee guy, and then back at your desk working, which. I think that's what quarantine does is that you're more efficient when you're doing your work. So you want coffee, you go and go to the kitchen, make your coffee, come back, you start carrying on work. Um, but that collaboration feature, I think that's, or that, that, that human touch, I think that's what you were kind of trying to allude to, is just missing. But that, that, that's, a, that, that's a very valid point because the technology can only go so far. And if so you've got someone good at facilitating interaction and can control that in, a, in an effective way, then that's great. But um, creating technology to replace that might be the next thing, because then you don't have, because people who haven't used conference calling before, who are now jumping onto the best conference call, conference call because there's no other way I can see the friends of that. Um, you can see that in the in um, all the um, uh, the fact that they haven't used it so as, as much because people are can you see me? Can you see me? Can you see me? Is it on over there? Mm-hmm. You know that, that kind of oh sorry um, that kind of effect. And if I don't know how I don't know how technology can can yeah yeah we we we're getting onto five G but when we make a phone call can you hear me? Can you hear me? It's like the standard base phone call, you still can't yeah, that connection, right? It's not, it's not about the connection because everyone can hear this person, um, but they they are trying to control it. They don't know that. No, but no, no, true, fair enough. But it's the the point is that it's very different to a real life conversation. We don't walk up to each other and say, "Hey, man, can you hear me? Can you hear me?" And it's like a five minute interaction of trying to <laughs> make sure that we are <laughs> all in the same room. You know, also, fine. when you say, can you hear me? That's what you hear, nothing else. But when you say, can you hear me? That'll come perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I don't know why. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Um, yes. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway. think about it. You're on fiber, right, Jay? Yeah. Fiber, Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi through fiber right now? Um... Yes, 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 fiber. Yes, you're on fiber, I'm on fiber, you're on fiber, and you can see this potentially should be good, even with a minimal 10 meg line. This should be a high definition interaction, but because of the equipment, the quality of the camera, uh, because uh, the internet is asynchronous, it's not always consistent, you can't, you can't sustain it. That's the issue. You yeah. see? Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the, it's the lag. So it's a case of I'll start talking, but no one's responding to me. So it's immediate kind of like, can you hear me? But it's just it's just because it took an extra five seconds for yes, mm. yes. you know, for yes. uh, extra seconds. And uh, so the technology has to match real life interaction. That's part of the 
And the only real technology that can solve that is pretty much what Vijay said, like in Star Trek, the, like a holodeck. So you see everyone, you can see intention in, in, in a person wanting to, to raise, to speak, uh, because the, your conversation changes a lot when over uh, phones like this. You know, there's, there's a yeah. certain etiquette protocol that you need to follow so you don't talk over each other. It makes it very difficult otherwise. So how do you then get a realistic, real-world conversation going through technology? I, to be honest, I don't know anything but, else besides so, so what this starts is everything against. that I mentioned in the method is in a real-life situation, if, like, I mean, three of us is a different story, but if there were seven or ten or fifteen of us, Everyone can be talking, but because I decide, okay, I want to speak to you, and I come and sit next to you, we engage, and everyone's still talking, but it's back mm -hmm. like it, it doesn't interfere with our conversation. And current video every device is featured as a unique device. So if there's seven people at a party, they all have to have a huddle around one camera, or if they take out their yes. own individual phones, then you've got cross four echoes um, and then mm. and there's no way to to, to uh, bring down the volume on the people that don't want to listen. Um, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you as an individual, you that's the person I want to speak to and I tap on your picture and everyone else silently at least you might decide. And that would make it better. Jay, we can hear you. Oh, clip. No, I'm taking notes, folks. I'm taking notes because it's very important. Okay. Okay. And before you say that, as per that, whatever stuff you're doing, whether you're surfing on your drink or typing on the keyboard, the microphone is still everything. You know, it's not selective. Uh, they say the microphone is terrible. It's, it's picking up okay. the noise. Are you saying the microphone's terrible? No, no, no. no, no, no. I said one of the problems talking. with is when you're in a party situation, you you tune in to the sound that you want to listen to. But yes. when you're on a tap, everything's coming through at equal. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Level. Okay, so that's that's a quite interesting thing. Um, so it's better to mute to when you're not talking. Zoom was supposed to have some AI where. Uh, it, it picks up your voice and clarifies it. Uh, but if you are typing or if you are whispering or something, it doesn't pick it up so that it allows for the actual voice to come through. So you can concentrate on a conversation, even though there might be ambient sound because it sort of noise cancels that, supposedly. I don't know. Okay, so, so theoretically that's fair. But in practice, I, don't, I haven't noticed the conclusion of it. Wait, say that again. I didn't hear the last part. He says uh, he didn't notice. Yeah, so, so see, that's what happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you so go, example. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, he's saying that, that there is a feature, damn it, man. Sorry, the standard's not working here. Um, there is a feature that allows Zoom to, to isolate voice, but I haven't noticed that um, when I do. Okay. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like the audio version of this blur, background blur. So you, 
how Skype has this video blur. Uh, yeah. You block off things in the background. Even I think Teams has a thing where you can even put a fake background like a beach or something else just so that if someone is walking in the background, you don't see that. You're only focused on the person who's chatting to you. But yeah, I, I, I don't think these technologies are here to uh, um, help replicate real-life conversations and real-life meetings. I think it's a whole mindset of trying to adapt to a whole new medium. And it, it, is, it is partly that, but it's, it is also... Sorry, I'm interrupting you needlessly. You're going to finish your thought. No, no, that is it, yeah. It's, carry on. Well, the voice AI that currently exists in the, and, and um, things like Google Home and Amazon Echo, um, they, they're refining it. To pick up when you're when you're talking to them and when it's just background noise or you know, you know so this the, the AI is getting better at isolating, but it's not at the space, it's not at the level yet where um, the AI can predict who's talking and who you want to hear. So, so technology-wise, it's still hard to get. Um, and you're right, it's not going to necessarily replace live interactions, but just as phone calls have replaced live interactions. It's, um, but if there's something that you can use you know, to connect to people, let's say you're going, you've gone on holiday, or and you want to be part of the birthday party that's happening back home, you know, this, this kind of technology will allow us to do that. Or visit a wedding remotely because you're not in the same country, not in the same city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's taking it a bit extreme, but, but yeah, it's, I, it's, I hear your point. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's so there's this practical, practical applications of something other, but the technology yeah. is not at a level that it can be applied. So, okay, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, right? But I think. The infrastructure is there to be able to deliver these kind of situations where we can have across the world kind of conversations uh, pretty effectively, but there is still the end user devices or technologies that the, the last mile, so to speak, that is can be the differentiator. So you, everyone here has fiber, but what if you just got like a really shitty phone with a bad mic or a bad camera that completely destroys that experience. Uh, or yeah. if you don't even have fiber, you have ADSL and then the line keeps shopping. It can be highly frustrating just to have that simple conversation. So, yeah, so it's the case of everyone needing to have a similar level yeah. check. That, um, and so that needs to be leveled up first, mm -hmm. right? before anything else can happen. Yeah. But taking taking that point, we have like ten years ago using webcams and the like. Um, and we're mm. really crappy we even doing pixel <laughs> with kind of thing. So you know we've, we we the technology has gotten a lot better. And the baseline now is really 
Um, but it, it, it's like entry, you know, uh, what's it called? Uh, minimum requirements. Like, that's where the baseline is. So as the baseline keeps getting higher, the quality of the interactive is going to get better and better. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you've got to start somewhere, I guess. Again? You have to start somewhere, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, like now fiber has become more of a, a norm, but it's, it's still in its phasing in space. You know, it hasn't, it's not like, like now ADSL is, uh, I mean, there was a time ADSL was phasing in people who you know, mm. dial up and whatnot. No one has dial up anymore. So it will get to a point where no one has ADSL. And by that stage, there'll be seven other technologies that have come and replaced. Um, yeah. But, but if you're using fiber, the baseline um, is, is, is much higher. You know, so you've got the, the minimum speed is much more significant than an ADSL line or a dialog. But yeah. you still have to get into that. that reality. Yeah, I like. Just on a side note, that uh, fiber minimum speed of being 10 megs, I think is ridiculous because technically fiber should at least be minimum 20 megs because 10 megs is still in the DSL kind of category. Uh, you, well, did you just cough, dude? Well, I'm not, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not in the present, so it's okay. Fiber, it's more, oh, sorry, 10 megabits on, on fiber is so higher than 10 megabits on ADSL because it's less uh, noise. No, 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 no fair, fair enough, true. That, that is true. But I think what a lot of companies, uh, and this is also kind of plays into the whole capitalistic nature of the world, is that we've got, okay, here's a big fiber line. Let's try and maximize as best as we can to get most amount of users onto it. And that kind of then starts degrading. You don't get the consistency that fiber should be delivering. Right. And uh, there's, there's that effect also, that side of it. So how do you still deliver great infrastructure, great technology without kind of compromising on it because people want that chasing the, the wallet? The dollar dollar bills you. It's always going to be a thing. It's, I don't think it's that that affects the rest of the thing. Uh, it's, 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 it's just one of those things you kind of have to work around. Your, your, your tech has to work around. Um, Yeah, I don't yeah. Any other... Vijay, you've been very quiet. Yeah, just thinking about the infrastructure as well. Um, as I mentioned, uh, internet um, architects, the, the experts have mentioned that internet was designed for asynchronous communication. It was designed at the beginning to send emails and send data asynchronously, so you don't have to be at the end point to receive it. You just receive it when you have to. So when you send something in real time, the packets are broken up, sent across, and then re... Uh, connected once again so that you see it on the other end, which is why real-time audio, real-time video is a problem because of the very standard of the internet. Sure. In infrastructure is mm -hmm. also one of the issues of it. And that's trying to be, they're trying to cater for that with the new standard. I think it's called, I don't know what the name is, HTTP, there's HTTP3 standard, and there's something else coming through. But that means changes in the very infrastructure, the routers, all the servers have to update in order to provide that kind of thing so that video gets certain yep. kind. But that's like a 
hectic thing. That's a decade. That that's going to take like a decade at least, just for the whole world to kind of catch yeah. up to that extent. Yeah, probably. But the point is, it will be caught up. I mean, the internet's been around now for several decades, and each time, I mean, obviously, no one when they invented it envisioned what it would be used for. No. So the limitations are understandable. But as those limitations have been hit, slowly, granted, the we've been adapting. I think, and I think this, these kind of situations where we are quarantined, kind of helps to uh, leapfrog a few of the hurdles that we would traditionally have gone through. You know, so now it's like we're all forced to sit and communicate this way. Then there's, and as Vijay said, like, okay, how do we change the protocol just to make it more real time? How to make it more efficient to cater for every kind of device at the end uh, on the planet? Because we can't go and say, okay, you need to have this kind of device so that you can have the best performance. No. And everyone needs a different also at the end of the day. And the thing is, like, I mean, um, what I've been, well, I've been thinking, I haven't really researched it. But when we first went into lockdown, there was a lot of, there was a big cry from um, internet service providers about not being able to handle the, um, the load, the capacity, the, 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 the load, yeah. But haven't, I haven't noticed a difference. Um, and I know based on, on, on Facebook, social media posts, everyone's watching Netflix now um, on their personal life. And I think it makes sense to me that the service providers have had to like open up their, their pipeline and make it possible. Um, and when one internet provider makes a call, everyone else has to do it, then it becomes a um, And as much as it is uh, uh, the worry that they weren't able to provide the load, I think we've been fine, right? It's been fine. No, yeah. Very minor, but I mean, if at all, it's been pretty, pretty decent, considering that pretty much most of the country is at, at, at home. Mm. And and home lines are not generally given as much priority as well. Mm. Mm. But this is the reason why work from home as a strategy has been a problem. Uh, it's not just trust. It's, te- it's a technology is not good enough to have a good, sustainable a way to interact with your employees, a way to interact with customers to actually make good decisions. So people always tend to, and I don't blame you, don't blame them, why you want to have a face-to-face interaction. I mean, why would you want to have a non, 
face-to-face interaction with bad technology communication, especially when you're treating someone for trauma, uh, someone who needs a business coach or, or a, someone who needs a psychiatrist. You need a face-to-face connection for that, right? So, well, mm. so, so the face-to-face connection is important, but again, as technology gets better, it doesn't have to be a physical face. Like, I can still do uh, coaching calls online. It's, just, it's not as effective. I don't like it as much, but that's really because I have to focus on what that person is showing me. I don't get to see what their hands are doing, you know, or noticing the other nuances yeah. which I could, no. if yeah. I could control where the camera goes. Right, um, it's, not Im- it's not immersive enough. Yeah. And and that yeah. is quite important, right? That is that that is also one of the things that you use as part of your coaching. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is to see that. So as technology gets better, and if we can have a full virtual, I could see a full person and be able to move my head and therefore my view changes, then those interactions become more commonplace because they're mimicking real life one-on-one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's, it's, it's that the one-on-one the, the, the call, that it always has to be in real life. But as technology gets better and can more closely mimic that, then unless you are a surgeon, and even that might be remote, share this information with the dev guy so he is looking at it and I said what can you do like what is the what is the MVP minimum viable product that can prove that you can make it immersive enough so that you can see a person's hand or emotion while you talk to them so I gave an example your case which is how does a life coach help someone immersively online without having to be there face to face what would the MVP look like and yeah, so I just laid it out to them and say, let's see what they what they can do, and that'll be interesting to see all the various ideas. It's at the it's at the coding ground. It's the coding ground, the big company oh, yeah. where they have interns working. Okay. Yeah, so they yeah. Well, look, also part of the, the the thing here is there's only so much that you can do from a programmatic perspective, mm. and maybe even create, putting together some sort of process. Um, so there's also the, the end user. Like in a, let's take a coaching situation. If it's a one-on-one in an office, and somebody comes to me, I can control where they sit, and I can control how we will interact in the space between us and where I position myself and the whole field. But I've, I've got control of that environment. In um, a digital virtual connection, I don't have control of that environment. Like, I can't position you where I want to position you. So it, it kind of takes, what I was saying yesterday is we, you know, with the first uh, voice control units, we have to be very precise with what you're saying. Well, 
computer listens to exactly what you're saying, not what you mean. Um, for digital interactions on a, on a, on a business basis to, to work similar, then you as a facilitator have to be very careful what you need from that interaction and how you make it work. So it is going to be a learning curve. Um, mm. And that's from a business perspective. From a social perspective, then it's the total business model. So that's all key flows. All the Mm. You mentioned uh, a coding ground, Vijay. Yeah. One by uh, who's headed by Mandla Madagula. Uh, the one in River Sands. That's where they are. Coding ground. This one. Well, see, I'm just checking quickly. Uh, Thecodingground.com, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, I yeah. Know this, this is the one, yeah. This is the guy. So the guy I'm talking to, the one at the bottom, you go down. This guy, yeah. No, Manla, uh, Theo, that guy. Jason, no, down, down. That one. Yeah. I'm speaking to him. Jason is good, good okay. buddy of mine from long ago. So he looks at the business development of it. Manla will come in when the actual architecture comes in, comes into, when you actually have to build it. Now it's business development. Oh, you know him? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. we used to work together at IS. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, these are the, this is the yeah, team. They're yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty jacked up. And I told them, yeah, let's look at this. Um, what does it take to make an immersive communication possible if you're not in the same room? Uh, what, what, what is it going to take to make me want to go online to experience something? Uh, like you have ASMR, which is uh, someone who talks very sweetly and softly in front of, uh, like that audio recorder that, we, that I brought to the podcast. <laughs> Someone uses that and talks very softly into the microphone. If you can do that with audio, uh, if you add a 360 or good quality camera, you could almost have someone almost sitting next to you, talking to you, telling you, it's okay, let's talk about your problems. Let's discuss what has been your issue. And then someone, there's a therapist sitting next to you, almost in, in a 3D space, in an audio anyway. So in video, how do we then translate that to have someone with that audio, giving you some sort of experience advice. Now imagine a and teacher I, sitting with you, teaching you violin or something like that, etc., etc. Yeah. But do you think it's like maybe I'm just being ignorant here, but I don't think that's possible with just a camera or as the traditional camera setup that you have on your on most laptops and phones. I think no. you will need kind of like an an array of of sensors and like radar and maybe a couple of cameras that will need to be like at least wall mounted if you want to get like the whole person. Yeah. No. A full 3D experience. Yeah. Like uh, Jay mentioned the word pods. You'll have pods where if you're in the pod, you can connect to people. Yeah. This one is at least one to one. I'm talking to my business coach and he's not available mm -hmm. because we are locked down, but I want him to give me, a, mm -hmm. give, him, give me advice. The business coach mm -hmm. could record in ASMR type audio so that mm. it simulates him or her sitting next to you because you have your headphones on and, and it sounds like he's coming from here. And a video being 360 video, at least one video camera, or maybe two, I don't know, depending on how we need to do the MVP, then we'll see if it's possible. And then we can find out whether it's not technology, it could also be infrastructure, it could also be the internet. You can find out that the asynchronous a variation might cause an issue. So this is the experiment and the MVP we need to look at. You know, do we need mm -hmm. one? Do we need two? Do we need three cameras? Do we need two yeah. audio sources? 
I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll see. Well, it's going to be different for different scenarios. Like from a business coaching perspective, actually from a business coaching perspective, if it's just question answer type thing, then what we have currently works. Like a Skype call, a WhatsApp call, audio or video is fine. From a therapy perspective, the therapist needs to see more of the other person. So two or three cameras become more important. From a, say, a violent teacher perspective, then the violent teacher may need a body suit or upper body suit that will then uh, translate motion and be able to transmit that data over. Yes. The so what uh, you're talking about uh, there is, is, is 3D audio, which is like the thing that I brought for the podcast. <coughs> Plus, um, AR sensor, so that it imitates what you're doing and then translates that yeah. to your space. So if your hands move, I can see your hands move type of thing. So that's uh, sort of an expansion to the idea. So that's, it's possible because AR is around, so, it, so we can use the tech. We don't have to build anything. Just use what's mm-hmm. there and see if it works. So the technology is around the mainstream. So just from a, from a cost perspective, that may be the next. Hurdle. Yes, it's not mainstream. Um, that's what I asked, you know, is it something people are even looking for? If, if it existed, would people use it? I mean, why haven't people done it? Is it because people who are immersive seeking rather have face-to-face? They don't care about technology. They said, you know what, screw this. I want to talk to the person face-to-face. It could be that. Mm-hmm. So the people who like technology also, don't care. Well, it's, it's, also, it's also that technology hasn't replaced face-to-face. If the technology gets to the point where face-to-face and virtual is much for much, then it'll be easier to go for a digital... uh, Oh, yeah? That's cool. Don't worry. Carry on. (laughs) It's okay. Carry on. Um... So let's take video calls. Like video calls with possible Accessibility is key. Um, uh, I understand that the creative, so in this case, the business coach will need the technology, good camera, good audio, whatever. But the person receiving it uh, doesn't necessarily need anything hectic except uh, good audio so that it comes across better to to the business coach. Because affordability is also key, right? What is that? Yes, affordability, yeah. 
Have you seen Magic Leap? Magic Leap is trying to do this. MagicLeap.com, right? If you go there, they are trying to create what's called spatial computing um, AR yeah. system where you experience uh, virtual space on top of real space. So if there's a car, um, it can draw over the car. Like if you want your car to look like a different color, it can draw over a different color. Like if you stand in front of a mirror, it'll detect it's you like and, put, and put whatever clothes AR. you want and say, I want to look in the suit. Boom. Remember that scene? What is it called again? Magic? Sorry? MagicLeap.com. MagicLeap. It's, it's kind of like augmented AR. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, that, and that is your Yeah. <laughs> augmented AR. Yeah. Well, wait. What do you mean augmented AR? AR A means... Well, augmented reality is just is just an interface in real world, but this is kind of like even augmenting it to another level, where you can change yourself and it it, it, it does face tracking quite well, body oh, tracking. Remember Westworld? They put the glasses on. It puts a picture yeah. up. Where's the TV? Your wife. <laughs> it's the TV remote, people. Um, no. No matter how I technology, the TV, remote, I promise. the TV remote will always go missing. <laughs> Yeah. No. We can have magic leap and AR pods, <laughs> yeah. but no, but no the TV remote. remote will always go missing. <laughs> TV remote technology not got better. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, every single day, the conversation at home is where's the remote? Where the fuck is the remote? <laughs> and we have all the apps to connect to the TV, but nope, the remote goes missing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah. in Westworld, remember that scene where he puts the AR yes. glasses on and he puts and he, and he sees how how he looks in a suit? It's that magic yeah. leap you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so okay, then that's AR. Yeah. And that and that device that they have, the basic one, is thirty five forty k to to experience that. The device that they're selling. That's not bad. Okay. Starting price is thirty five. Yeah. It still needs to come come down though. If oh, you for want sure. to have massive for a basic unit. For one person, the other guy needs to also spend 35k so you can interact. So it's a so it's 60k exactly. for one interaction. So that's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Now, but we we still like another 20, maybe maybe 30. I, I'm being optimistic, but I, I think optimistic for 20 years. But where we can have this kind of conversation in a fully immersive environment in our own homes, but collaborate and uh, see each other properly, you know, have almost a real-life conversation. Well, yeah. I'm looking at, at Magic Leap website, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Um, but it's, it's the technology, like you need to have the, um, the VR glasses and... Ideally, your MVP, going back to what you say to, to your developer, is the person who's initiating the talk. So, like the business person, the coach, um, trainer, whatever it is, they, they should have the, 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 the tech. But you should be able to downscale so that a client can connect to them on a standard cell phone with an app. Without needing a digital tech. So, so it's got to at least start there so that it's accessible. And then if you happen to have more, uh, 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 
upgrade hardware or a VR unit or whatever, then you can use that. But mm-hmm. it mustn't be expensive. Yeah, that's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, um, and I think uh, I, I for me personally, if that existed, let's say you had those AR glasses. I'm just saying, and I could see what I look like in a suit or. I could see Jay in an AR form in my presence, and I hear as if he is two meters away. And if he walks, sound goes with him. That could be a serious game changer in personal experiences, personal tutoring. Um, I saw my daughter trying to learn violin on Zoom. That looked so bad. I mean, uh, yeah, because she's sitting like this, and it's like you sitting over there saying, "Yes, put your lift your hand up." And do that, and she's doing this, and I'm thinking, my goodness, I don't know how she's doing it, but mm. but that experience takes away what the teacher was doing. And imagine, <clears> she was <throat> to, you know, give her glasses so she can feel it better, and she knows it's there's uh, applications available. Uh, not just that. I mean, imagine uh, what's that other big, big, huge business? Can but, I remember? Okay, uh, so I think one of one of the thing that's missing, or the most important thing that I feel is missing, with all of the things that we've solution is touch and how do you kind of then touch touch human oh. touch uh, uh i think there were some uh, ar gloves remember there were some AR gloves that was developed so that if there's a light touch you'll feel it here it's like haptic haptic um gloves so yes. they've they've got to that point i mean it's not difficult i mean if i touch you here and you feel it here you know because that's yeah. the hand right now if I that's, that's very important yeah, so you get that. The problem is, if you punch me, I'm not going to feel your punch. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but you feel your punch on the hand. The, the text exists, but again, it comes down to it's not easily accessible. You know, not everyone can go out to their local computer store and buy a body. Yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. That's why it's uh, not scalable to just say you need a device. I need air glasses, and you need that, and I need five cameras, well, and we to yet. go. Not yet. You know, well, not, I, I just yes. think, yeah. Um, but it, 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 in the same way as again, ten years ago, smartphones were not as big a thing. You know, and now it's everywhere. Everyone has them. So it will get to a point where those kind of tech become more easily mm-hmm. accessible. Um, when it's cheaper and it's more refined. I think it's just a case of we can't jump the gun. Yeah. You know, so, mm. yeah, now we've got to a point where it's, it's really great that you could have these digital presences in the same way that it exists in the when not. Do you think then that a lot of these phone companies that are coming out with new phones every year. I know one of our previous conversations was about foldable phones and wow, fucking phones are looking damn fucking cool now. But it's, let's be honest, it's almost plateauing with that kind of technology. They're getting thinner, they're getting faster, faster processors, but more RAM. I mean, it's essentially PCs on a slab. But if they started focusing more on the technology and how they can get people to collaborate, and go in the direction of what we we're just talking about. Wouldn't that then make those companies more valuable and interesting, or is that too much of a risk for them to take right now? Well, right now it's an experimental thing. I don't. 
from a business perspective, it doesn't make sense for the likes of Samsung to start experimenting with that tech in their mainstream uh, phone. Um, not necessarily mainstream phone, but at mainstream. least change, yeah. create a new product. You know, because uh, I mean they've got a massive R and D division, so like, maybe just well, then, stream off into something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if, if that is something that that they choose to go into, and I think it's a business decision. You know, kind of, you know, where what's the next trend, and and an intelligent business to kind of let let figure it out. What is the next trend? Experimenting, and maybe they already saw, um, so that when it becomes, when we get to that stage where, like it was before, where every phone had to have a camera, you know, there was a time where cameras were not that important, and yeah. now it's a thing. So when it becomes a thing that VR is an essential versus a nice to have, then it's going to be fun. But we haven't got that. Mm. Cool, okay. I don't know. We want to keep going. Sorry, just wanted to just check. I might need to to leave soon. It's cool, man. I mean, we've had yeah. nearly one hour, so it's good. It's yeah. been an hour already. Yeah. Sure. Almost fifteen minutes. Almost. Cool. This is actually quite cool. I enjoyed this conversation, and it was nice. Yeah, and this actually works. I mean, for us, yeah. Apart from me, occasionally over talking, you guys. Um, <laughs> we're taking turns and, and we're able to look at each other and it's, it's kind of work. Um, sure. I'd love to have a Skype conversation with DJ when he's done. I mean, that could be interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah. You want to have a Skype conversation with VJ? With VJ Stone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like, like, like we're having now, but you know, in, in the case of today. Um, I'm just curious. Um, cool. But yeah, from 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 what from what we need, this format kind of works. You know, it's yeah. not, nothing really changed. I mean, better connection. I keep getting poor connection popping up on my side. Um, I'm, I'm right uh, but it's, I'm but right it's also your front camera, front camera on your phone as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it can be better. I mean, compared to I'm seeing a deeper face, he's probably got a newer phone, so he looks better, yeah. so clearer. While you have, a, I think, probably an older phone, so the front camera. So it's not your connection, your connection is fine. I think it's your camera in your case. Wait, right. I don't have to. No, it's still your front camera. Have you changed your back camera? camera? Are you on your back camera? Yes. I oh. Now the front camera. Yes. So it's it's a, so for example, if you tried that on your laptop or uh, a different machine, you might see a, a different quality. And I mean, oh, the reason why you're seeing me is because I'm using the HD camera that's on the Mac that uses blurring, okay. and with the fiber connection, you're seeing it. You should be seeing it clearly. Yeah. That's just the desktop. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, see me. Yeah. Cool. This is kind of a cool conversation. I enjoyed this. Um, I'm quite keen to hear about your project with uh, the coding ground guys, Vijay. 
Well, not my per se. I just gave them an idea. If they want me to be involved, sure. But uh, it's their yeah. turn. They want to work on something huge. I said, yes, here's your big thing. And they went through a whole analysis uh, of the MVPs of the various things they need to do to make it minimum enough to, sh- to say this is worth mm. pushing. So they'll give but me some ideas. Even if they're not interested in it or it doesn't come through with them, I mean, I think it's just an idea worth pursuing and and getting someone to come up with a solution for that. I think it's it's fucking cool and it will serve a purpose. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I would like to see this applied uh, for little children, especially my daughter. I just want to see if this works, if my daughter is able to get an immersive education uh, with a violin lesson, if I see her improving and the, her teacher... I don't know if that would be your use case. Um, well, well, it's the basic it, one. It's the yeah. one-on-one. We need to prove that it works one-on-one. Between you I, and no, me, it doesn't work. I think, I think the best use case is actually Jay, in this case, where he's having a conversation with someone, uh, a life coach. Like, you know, so that person is in a relaxed environment, sitting down on a couch or a chair. Okay. And oh, that's Jay a, can have a conversation with him. So in a, in a pod-style system where you can see the whole body, there's ASMR, there's voice feedback. I think that would be perfect. If you can develop something like that, and I think for that kind of situation, it's perfect. Yeah, I think in then you can extend it. Will be a good idea. So I told them about you, not your name specifically. I just said there's a friend who does personal business coaching, and I think he. he, he, he sorry, yeah, you saying? Sorry, I I, I think I overtalked again. Um, my comments on that is. It seems the camera still works if the camera's positioned in a way that I can see the full body. But then I've got to see that full person on something like a TV screen as opposed to a phone screen. But I think I think you can uh, with the phone with the app. If it, if it works, you just have to do a Chromecast onto your onto your big screen. So you can just do that anyway. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's a good um, example. Business coach, life coach, le- online lesson. Mm-hmm. These are various uh, applications we're going to try and see which one they choose first, uh, what we decide to do, and then we'll see. Because that's the easiest. That's an intimate one-on-one conversation. Then you can extend that into like maybe a meeting room where you can have a meeting room being extended and then you can interact there. You're sitting on your desk in your house and you can be part of a, a meeting room that's in a board, you know, boardroom. So that's, ne- that's next step. Yeah, once you yeah. once you prove one on one, then we can do one to two, yeah. two to one, two to two, yes. whatever, and then build it on. Yeah. yeah. Then that will then make the then the violin lesson with the child then a lot easier than to integrate. Then at at least there's, I mean, with music and you know moving around, you know, it, it just makes it easier. Let's see. Mm. Uh, it's yeah. definitely a cool project. Yeah, let's check it out. Cool man, awesome. Right. Send us a recording for this. I'm quite keen. One, to see one you one I, yes, you're saying, Jay. Sorry, go for it, I'm just thinking about the, that this project. If it can be something that can be attached to a screen, like you can sit, like in your lounge, most people have a inches. Most people have a body plus. Um, well, Sorry, say that again. You lost me there. Sorry, I'm just saying, having there. a big, like if you're sitting, if you're sitting in your lounge, yeah. You've got a big screen TV there. And if the app can work using that TV and a camera unit that sticks to the TV, then part of the solution.
a wide angle camera and a big screen to view the other person on. And, you can, um, yeah. and if group chat, then you can see more uh, as opposed to like a tablet or, or a cell phone screen where group chat gets, you know, the, the 10 by grid where you can't really notice what people are doing. But on a 40 inch screen, on a 70 inch screen, I mean, I don't know if many people would have to share the screen, but as you get to the bigger screen, more detail, and that makes it more viable to have a, a, a digital conversation. Um, mm. When you're not, or at least a less one-on-one chats like chats we're having now on a phone is fine, but when you you need your hands free and you, you want to see more of the person that you're communicating with, having a wide-angle camera that's separate unit from your, your cell phone, and preferably a unit that's having a, a camera that's attached to a TV-type screen, already is kind of part of the way uh, it makes it more viable for me. Like if I think that, I think that some, it's more practical than to try to do these business conversations on the only trick there is to try and make sure that the audio comes through quite clearly. And for that, I think maybe yeah. everyone just like log into that's, a phone to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like a, a common app so, that you can log into the, 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 the videos coming from the TV uh, that's mounted on the TV. So you get the full wide angle. Everyone logs into an app and then you can either use headphones to make sure that that audio that is going through each person is then heard. That could work. Mm. I and think to ensure quality. Yeah. Sorry, I was saying Sorry. just to ensure quality. Ensure quality. I think to start, an, a camera and a specialized audio will have to be provided to two parties to make sure that it's actually possible. Then we can worry about using your existing phone camera, phone um, audio. So at least starting with good quality. So if it's possible to even do that in the beginning. Mm. I mean, especially your uh, the thing that you shared with us, the life. What's it? Finding your vision uh, series. Mm. Uh, you took the time and bothered to record it properly, and that made a difference mm. because it wasn't a tinny, flangy kind of audio. It was good quality audio recorded. I assume you did it in a studio. I don't know how you did it, uh, but that helps. Now imagine. I made my own. Oh, that's good. Mm. Now, imagine that studio had my audio device. And you spoke into that camera, uh, sorry, spoke into the, into the audio, but I can hear you clearly and it feels like you're in the room with See me you. because of the uh, spatial mode of the audio, right? Yeah. So it yeah. feels like you're with me walking around if you, if you wanted to walk around or you were sitting next to me. That's uh, an added experience to your vision 2020 
um, series. So that's an example of actually starting, starting, starting point for good quality mm -hmm. immersion. But you see that that kind of thing it's possible to do if I'm report, like I mean what I do is I've, 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 I I learned a trick where I, I make a little cave with cushions so that provides the the, uh, the studio effect. Um, so there's like three big cushions and, like this, yeah. and have the audio. But you can't do that in a, a live interaction. So live interaction, yeah. now you've got surround sound, now you've got this echoey room that doesn't really have good acoustics. Um, and it's a to balance it out and to make up for the, the guests that not having a do, studio. Do you do you have your headphones on, Jay? Yeah. All right. So I'm actually going to try channeling ASMR audio to you. See if it actually works on Skype. Hold <laughs> okay. on. Hold on a mo. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to speak through this instead of the normal mic. This guy. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Because it's got a real time feed. You can feed audio into your. So it's got a line out jack. So I plug it in. And these things need power. It is on. Ironically, the name of this device is Zoom. All right, so let's see. The audio is recording in a particular way. Uh, all right. Does your headphones have noise cancelling, Jay? Say again? Do your headphones have uh, noise cancelling? Uh, mine does. I have um, no idea. I don't think so. No, I don't think okay. so. Okay. Mine is noise cancelling. That's why it's got this device. It's got a battery that feeds data into oh, a yeah. little chip and then cancels. And a battery that's the your little unit. Yes, this yeah. is the uh, I think to do line in. How will I do it? Oh no, it doesn't have a line in port though. This is a headphone. But then in order to audio record, oh man, it doesn't have a separate port for me to plug in. It doesn't have audio in. So how can I do this? Why not put it into the microphone? Oh, don't you have a microphone in? Mm, Take no. out your micro microphone. What? You were listening on mic. Yeah. Oh wait, this sh does this work? No, Hold the on. Mac, the Mac might not. Me. Might have an audio out, but no audio in. I'm talking. Can you hear me? Uh, yep. We can hear you. Can okay, hear you. I can't can hear you. Hear you? Yes. I don't have. You can't hear us. It's only got the input in, so I can't hear you. Back talk. But I'm speaking through this audio device. So when I speak, uh, this is the ASMR type of uh, stuff. But can you? You can hear me, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to change it. Change it to uh, the binaural audio. Okay. All I hear is the honey does. Yeah. <laughs> we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please bear with us. Your call is important to us.
<laughs> What's happening, Jay? He is like staring at it, almost bullet. Oh no, uh, weekends are fine, dude. Like we, uh, it's it's a, it's a lot better on weekends. The problem comes in when you start working, and then trying to explain to the kids, nah, sit your ass down and do this, so that mommy and daddy can do the meetings. So what happens during the week is that we literally just take meetings and we. We schedule it between the two of us, and then uh, work only starts like later in the evening at night. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. yeah I can't um, imagine having a young kid like you. Um, uh, uh, so I can't. I'm in what's known as binaural audio mode. So okay. real time, you should be able to have a sensation that. I'm speaking, so in this case, I should be that way. So this means I'm speaking in front of you. I'm supposed to be as if I'm talking to you uh, face to face. But if I go this way, you should hear separately. I think it's not able to process audio or the codec can't translate. By not I don't audio. know about you, So it sounds like you're not getting it. No, no, no. But I no. also think that they can't hear us. But because I've noticed with my other ear, with my earpieces, it kind of re, it just makes it mono. Okay. Can you hear us, Vijay? Oh, maybe it's because it's translating to stereo. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming out as completely stereo. Okay, now it's in ambisonic mode. Ambisonic is another standard that is used on the web for 3D sound. Uh, okay. If I record like this, I'm supposed to be speaking in front of you. Mm -hmm. Okay, if I move, you should sort of hear me moving across. No, nope. it's still normal. Mono. Is it mono or stereo? Stereo. Stereo. Mm. Yeah, there's no but difference between you. If it's, if, it's, if it's mono, that means we have a speaker. It sounds the same. Oh, okay, yeah. then it's mono. It's mono, it's mono then. It's mono. In, it doesn't support yeah. in my computer. So it's just yeah. sending out one source of audio. Yeah. Oh, well, I tried that. So I think it's, um, it's just taking one source of audio and sending it out. And it's not able to process all of it. There's actually four channels going at the same time. So I see... It didn't do anything, even though I can see it doing it. Jay, can you hear? I can hear you now because I pulled it out. Okay. So yeah. what I think um, is Skype, because I mean I've got two earphones in, but I can only hear, only hear you on one. Okay, that so means it's, it's doing a mono. Yeah. So it wasn't even. Okay. So that's interesting. So I have to get a line uh, in device. I'm using a line-in device. I'll be able to try this out. Because if this works in real time, um, without much work, it means ASMR can be done in, in a two-way communication. And that is actually the beginning of an immersive communication. Hi, Jens. Yeah. Anyway, 
Cool, man. That was an awesome conversation. Yeah. I think there's a lot of takeaways. Send us the, the recording of this. Very cool, man. I think it's, it's yeah. going to save in your chat. Like when you go into your chat, it'll be saved in your chat. Oh, yes. Yes. I saw the other one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Perfect. Awesome, guys. Cheers, guys. I think we should have cool. another one in a few Cheers, days. Guys. Guys, keep oh. it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah,